everyone, and welcome to episode 128 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Hello, hello. Um, so I did look at this sweet Sega magazine mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it didn't have as much dope awesomeness in it as I had expected. Uh, there was a lot. There was a lot about sports games mm. in it. A what uh, time? Taking a, 1992. No, I mean, no, like month. Oh, uh, August slash September. That kind of makes sense, right? Because like it does, but it's it's very weird the amount of sports game action in this magazine. Sure, sure, but I bet they were trying to pull at that time. They were really trying to get into that sports market, you know, and try to pull sports people into <laughs> video games. I would assume. But what I do love about it is the interview about Sonic 2, to me, seems like the most half-assed interview I have ever read in my entire life. Mm. Like, because they're asking Yuji Naka, the, like, Sonic programmer, creator, man, stuff. And, like, all of his things are, like, one sentence. Like, uh, for one of them, they said, Sonic has a new friend? And then he said, yeah, a fox with two tails. We call him Tails. He helps Sonic out to (laughs) defeat enemies. And that's like his whole answer. One of the other ones is, where did the other characters in the game come from? And his answer is, we wanted one of the characters in the game to be egg-shaped. So we created Robotnik. It was a great character, but since it couldn't be the main character, we had to make him the bad guy. Mm. <laughs> sure, like, sure. What the, what the fuck? Uh, it's just, it's so fucking weird. And uh, this interview also is talking about how, like, originally they had Sonic being a rabbit who could pick up objects with their ears. And then they, like, changed that because they realized hedgehogs could turn into a ball. I, it's a very weird it's a very bare bones interview that gives no information really mm. like he's he basically it, says like oh yeah sonic 2 is like twice as big as the first one and it's gonna be better get, get hype and this is like owned by sega right like this it magazine seems that it seems that way yes because you'd think they would have a little bit more insight into doing stuff with their developers i would assume or they would have back then um yeah weird um this this article makes a huge deal about how sonic runs and loops mm. uh that's, that's really cool for them uh, um this is gonna show off my ignorance because i've never played like through sonic but like he didn't do that in the first one no i think he did that in the first one. <laughs> oh okay that's what i thought i thought you'd do that I on hate, the first level <laughs> i hate sonic one i think it's a terrible game mm. so uh in fairness, I mean, I a lot Sonic of Sonic Two is not like super great, but I, I mean, going back to a lot of them now, a lot of the ones are not great. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic Two, and Sonic Three are all right, mm-hmm. and Sonic and Knuckles. Um, yeah, and then so like, video game magazines don't have this now because the internet exists, but there are like walkthroughs in this, mm. and the walkthrough is for uh, Kid Chameleon, which is a sega classic quote unquote uh but what i always love about old video game walkthroughs is like it's just pictures of what the map looks like like of the whole side scroller level (laughs) 
so it just like shows you what it looks like uh so they have it's only of like one level of kid chameleon though which appears to be or no two levels the second and third levels oh interesting and then they so like it's probably it was in the previous magazine but the other one is the tasmania devil game and so it's just like these very weird scans of like tasmania game levels and what was that was that a, like was that it there's just inside it was another well. platformer yeah and it just is like I, it seems so weird to pick the tasmania devil game to to be your thing yeah that's unless those were like the big games that came out a couple months before i I have no idea, but it just seems very weird, especially for the Tasmania Devil one. And uh, their review scale on this magazine is out of 100. Okay, sure. But it's like, it. I don't understand it because there is no overall score. It is just graphics, sound and music, play controls, depth and challenge, and overall fun are all separate bars that are just like receive their own rating and there is no overall rating. Oh, okay. Oh. So like some of the reviews are like uh The Simpsons Bart versus the Space Mutants, uh Krusty's Funhouse. Uh, uh, glancing through this, is there anything that like is off the charts for fun? Not that I I mean Atomic Runner has like an 80 five fun fun uh and dragon's fury as well which looks like a D game the wheel of fortune game seemed to have gotten what i would assume are weirdly high scores for a sega genesis wheel of fortune game like everything was like a 70 on that scale here mm. uh this also reviews game gear games um and like yeah, and none of these are, like, games that I would expect to be, like, oh, like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy talk. Yeah, it's just, it's a very weird, it's a very weird magazine, for sure. So that Atomic Runner, I guess that's just the port of a an arcade game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it looks like there was a charity they did for AIDS where they had a Sonic dress character dress up thing. Sure, because like the AIDS were definitely a big epidemic in the, the late 80s, yeah, early they, 90s. They, they donated $235,000, hmm. it seems. Uh, it, yeah, overall, it's just it's very weird. Like it is a very time and place thing. Like if right. you look at this page. Oh, boy. Like it is just like the most '90s thing in the world. Like just the the graphics mm -hmm. and the colors they use, um, and like it's all pretty ugly. I think by today's standards, like the way the pages are laid out is like it's too busy. Yes, um, and like it looks like something that like I would make in a school project in like elementary school. Right, right. Where like uh, I think now everything's more about just being clean. And just easy to read. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and so I, it has previews of like obviously Sonic the Hedgehog two, Streets of Rage two. So there are like previews of games that I would or people would know and remember. Right, right. But nothing really 
sticks out here. I bet video games, especially like the marketing teams, were like, "No, we got to make them like eye catching and pop because we got to get the kids. You know, we got to get we got to get kids to to look at these things and like pick them up and look at them. You know, I, I bet I bet that was a big focus for why they are so like colorful and everything. Yeah, like the big things are for David Robinson's Supreme Court basketball. Wait, what? Uh, no, that wait, what? <sighs> Yeah. Uh Evander Hoyfield's real deal boxing. Um track and field. Supreme Court. Yes, uh David Robinson's Supreme Court. Slamming and jamming with David Robinson's Supreme Court. Uh yeah, this this came out. Um uh, June 1992. This is a real sentence about this the Game Gear version of this game. David Robinson's Supreme Court for Game Gear is one of the most controllable hoop video games we've <laughs> ever played. Could they not say basketball? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all of these say if you're a fan of the hoop, you'll love this game. Oh, if you're a fan of the hoop, just slamming this jamming hit into your genesis and get ready for the basketball game of your life. Uh, yeah, the, there's a George Foreman section in here. Okay, it's... okay. I'm reading about this David Robinson Supreme Court game, Manny. Yeah. Apparently there's a role-playing mode. What the <laughs> Which is kind of like a career mode. Hell yeah, dog. And then, like, the end, you just kind of, like, play against an all-star team chosen by David Robinson himself. Uh, so that's kind of interesting that there's, like, a there's an RPG element to this, I guess. This is bizarre. There is a fucking ad in here for sports highlight VHS tapes, but they're, like, Sega branded. Oh, weird. And there, I could cut this out and, you know, mail it in and get a, a sports tape. And yeah, there. so there are, like, some ads in here. None of them are, like, uh, super flamboyant and weird. One of them is just a basketball thing that a man is slam dunking. Right. There's a, there's an ad for the Game Gear, but the, the, there are, like, five ads for Lemmings, which I think is, like, a really weird... <laughs> Really weird thing. I mean, Lemmings is cool, but right, it's, just, right. it's like why everything else has one ad. Why does Lemmings have like four <laughs> or five ads that are like all the same ad? It's very strange. But yeah, it's it's just like such a fucking oh a hot summer section on sports games. So like it was known that it was going to be oh, okay, mostly yeah, yeah. sports. Oh, As man. I said though, I mean, like you said, it was what uh, September, August, August September yeah so like i mean sports are just picking up in like oh my god i had not i had not looked at the back and you may not be able to see this really but this is the most 90s ad ever grab the clutch and grab the clutch and and feel the power like uh over here Mm -hmm. he's got like it's like his leather jacket that he like threw and it has like spikes and chains on it um it is a special racing game controller for the genesis it looks like 
and it has the official Sega seal of quality. Ooh. Uh, and it gives you slow motion control. What the fuck does that mean? Um, it, it literally looks like a fight stick. I think it is a fight stick, but they're <laughs> advertising it as a racing game controller. Sure. That's fucking wild. It is such it is such a weird it is such a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean who who knew about David Robinson's Supreme Court? Supreme Court? Not me. <laughs> I mean I, yeah, that's one of the other ones is RBI baseball, which that like that is one yeah, that yeah, a yeah. lot of people know. People love RBI baseball. I wonder why they tried to bring that back like a year or two ago, like the uh, MLB partnered with someone and it was supposed to be like a downloadable game. And I, it must've been not great. Cause I, I never heard anything about it after. Uh, well, it came out in 2021. Oh, what? Okay. Initial release date, March 16, 2021. So like very recently. Oh, I did not. I, I didn't know. know I did not know they made a new one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew a new one was coming, but I, th- I thought it already came out last year because they like announced it as like a smaller project. Thing. Yeah, I assume I assume you're thinking of like probably twenty RBI Baseball twenty, which I mean, oh well, I didn't even know that. See here, we're, yeah, um, yeah, and it seems like they're all just kind of yeah, it's more middling, and yeah, I'm guessing like most people are like, well, I'm just gonna buy the show because those are consistently very good. Yes. Uh, and I'm guessing, you know, baseball fans are just happy with the show. Um, actually, I mean, probably much, not. I don't, they have much reason to be. What? To be happy with it because it's like good. Well, but, you know, sports fans, that's typically all they'll play. And then they'll they'll probably complain about it and some mm-hmm. have some reason to complain about it. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but Manny, why don't you tell me about a game that I know you tried the demo for and was a big fan? Dude, I la- <laughs> saw this statement and I laughed out loud while reading it. So it is Balan Wonderworld, uh, mm-hmm. which is ironically the man who I was just reading that interview about Sonic with. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> people people railed on that demo right like it's it's controls terribly it is it is terrible balan wonderworld's demo is is a piece of shit and uh so here's a here's a good excerpt from this demo um there's been a wide range of opinions and responses to the demo and unfortunately at the current stage of development it is simply not feasible to reflect every piece of feedback into the game However, to offer you all a more balanced gameplay experience, we will be implementing a day one patch for the full game. Specifically, this patch will adjust movement controls, camera movement, and rebalancing of the difficulty. There's just over a week left until launch now, so I hope you all enjoy the world of Wonder World to your heart's content. That is like the kind of thing where you get this amount of feedback and you delay the fucking game. I was going to say there's like, yeah, they don't have enough time to update it for their deadline, but you can always push that deadline back. Yeah. Like why if the universal feedback is like, wow, your game feels like actual trash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This seems like you should delay it <laughs> but they're like doubling down on it and like i wonder if it's so weird. i wonder if square enix is like just get it out 
just get it out I, and we'll, I guess, we'll move on. I it, it, you know, it'll, there'll be some backlash. Uh, you know, it, we'll just, we'll just bury it. it it'll just be uh, the quiet man too. We'll just pretend it doesn't exist in uh, like two weeks. I, yeah, I don't know. That's, I know you were like, oh boy, this is one of the worst experiences I've had in a very long time. Yeah, like it just every single action felt bad. The movement is really like slow and muddy. It overall just is not fun and feels not good. Like even outside of that, like it just doesn't seem like a very compelling product. Like the the platforming doesn't feel good because of any of that. And there's a lot of platforming and like you got to find your abilities and all of those abilities feel not good when you said like every button was the jump button yeah except for the two buttons that you use to switch between the (laughs) costumes or abilities or whatever yeah all four face buttons l1 and r1 all do the same thing and then r2 and l2 swap between your three abilities if you have three abilities (laughs) It's just like, yeah, when your thing is every button does the same thing badly, like maybe reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes you wonder how that made it through that far. Yeah. So, a point in their favor, it honestly does feel like a, a bad Sega CD game. Hmm. So, like, maybe that's what they were shooting for. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It just very fucking weird. Yes. It makes no sense to me. Um yeah, I I don't know. I I I'll be very curious to see if this does sell makes any sales. No. It comes out March 26, which is the same day as like Monster Hunter Rise. Mm. Uh and it, like it ran weirdly bad on the PS5, so I assume the Switch version of that game is like fucking awful. Ah, uh, that's yeah. So, good luck to Square Enix. Um, yes, good luck. Um, this mm-hmm. next one I didn't see anything about. Um, uh, yeah. So Sony, in conjunction with uh, an esports organization called RTS. I, th- I think that's what it is. Uh, they they purchased Evo, so that now they they own that brand, um, which is a good thing because then it means that all of the dumb bullshit with uh, Mr. Wizard from last year now that stuff is, you know, now that's not associated with it right now because Sony and this other esports company are um, taking over that because they it was like. I guess Sony had established this partnership with this esports organization like last year, and they said like, "Yeah, we're gonna go a little bit harder into esports stuff," because esports is like a weirdly growing market still. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense for companies to try to get in on that. Um, so th- this kind of purchasing thing makes sense. I'm uh, curious of what that's gonna mean for Evo, though. Well, so they announced that there is Evo online for 2021 this summer when Evo would normally be. I meant more like, are we going to continue to see like Smash Brothers? Uh, yes. So they put out a statement about that. And like mm. Mark Mann still works for Evo. So he was out there saying like, yes, uh, it will still allow all platforms. I assume it just means that like when it's in person or 
uh, online if the game is on PS5 or PS4. You will play it on that right, instead right. of the Xbox, which makes sense anyways, because most tournaments did that because sticks are more readily available for Sony platforms anyways. Well, and more people just had the, the PS4s, so it... yeah. So, but I I do wonder about Smash specifically because after all of the weird tons and tons of sexual harassment and assault claims came out about the Smash community, I wonder if Nintendo will just not be good with anyone streaming Smash for events because they like might not want their brand to be associated with stuff like that. So that's the thing that I could see happening is Nintendo just being like, no, 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 no. Yikes. Because they originally tried to do that the first year that right. Smash was a part of Evo, and then people complained so much that they let them do that. Uh, but yeah, like, it's one of those weird things where I follow a couple Smash people on Twitter, like uh, Toph and Scar, who do the YouTube series The Reads, and um, they usually commentate uh most majors and stuff right and Toph had said recently he's seen a lot of people saying that like man it sucks that like melee's dead or whatever and he said well th- this just isn't true because we're having more online tournaments than ever before so it must mean that like either we're doing a bad job like marketing these tournaments or you know something or people are just losing interest in viewership but like i personally have not seen like any smash advertising for like an ultimate tournament you know what i mean uh, yeah i haven't but i mean i'm also not looking uh yeah whereas like i see advertisements for like fucking marvel 3 tournaments all mm-hmm. the time so like and that's an, that's an older game too yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I, I i do see like grand blue fantasy versus and stuff like that um so i yeah i don't know maybe the smash community just has a bad uh, well, marketing I, problem with that stuff because like melee isn't technically online without their mods, right? So, well, the other thing is like they must be able to track that with just viewership, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like I I don't know personally. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I have no idea. I I'm the last person who would know anything about you know, Twitch and stuff. I do not pay attention to it at all. So they announced some of the lineup for Evo Online, and it is like Guilty Gear Strive, which makes sense and is probably like the only game most people will play because it has good netcode. Right. Uh, Street Fighter Five, Tekken, I think Samurai Showdown, Mortal Kombat, uh, a Mortal Kombat, okay. and then it said there were going to be more games to be announced. So like Smash wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Marvel's not there, KI's not there, stuff like that. But I mean, those make sense, right? So it basically, like the big games right now, including Guilty Gear Strive, are there. So right. I wonder if they're like trying to work out if they still can stream Smash, if it's okay, if Nintendo's not going to be weird about it. Um, and then maybe like like Skullgirls is um, being updated mm. very recently because uh, even though mike z was shitty and they like closed lab zero or whatever i they did not own the ip some other company did Mm. and so that company is now pushing out updates so they like made an all-new season pass and stuff uh and the first character for that just came out which is weird right uh and there is a Skullgirls mobile game that i guess is like hugely popular 
so Skullgirls is still going, and that actually is pretty good netcode. So I would guess that that will probably be one of the ones that they add. But I, like I don't, like I said, I don't know. Them's fighting herds maybe because that also has good netcode. But I guess it remains to be seen. But that's cool that like Evo will now have a lot more money behind it from like a major company yes. because it's just like that'll be good for advertising. That'll be good for like prize pools. That that stuff is neat. Oh, you a, and now you're gonna cool you you. When you get on your PS4 or PS5, I mean, you're just going to see ads for it like crazy right around that time, especially. Yeah, and I mean, it's good because it's an online thing, so they need as much advertisement as they can get because you can get a wild amount of entrance. Right, you know? right. So that, I, I think that's a good thing overall. I saw some people being like kind of weird because like the fighting game community is always kind of weird about like corporate stuff coming in mm-hmm. because they want it to be more like that ragtag group of like people who are scraping together everything by themselves uh they've always the fighting the fgc has always been like kind of weirdly resistant to like modern esports stuff so yeah i mean like i mean when you really think about it they're a lot of like fighting games are like the original esports but they don't really like to think of themselves as that way they're they're very different uh but i mean like they've yeah. been doing tournaments way before you know like really when esports became even a term type of thing mm-hmm. uh but yeah like but at the same time like some have got to be like well now we can actually like make a living on this and it's not just a case of like this is just we're lucky to make like a hundred dollars for the weekend or whatever well, yeah and it's just like it's one of those things where it's like i feel like whenever i see that argument it's like people trying to say that the people are being taken advantage of or something like Mm -hmm. that. And like, sure. In some cases that might be true, but like, look at haunts. He used to stream all those events and probably make no money. Now he streamed. He literally is the person who streams all the official Capcom events for Capcom. Right. So like, yeah, he's doing way better than he was before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit like that. And like, it's, it's gotta be good for the players, especially if things are supporting it with like bigger prize pools and stuff like that. I, yeah, I get that people don't want it to like lose its like cool edge or whatever, but like at a cer- at a certain point, I it's probably good for the companies to be involved and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I know like NetherRealm, they would pick a handful of tournaments and then they would like give like a ten thousand add like ten thousand dollars to the the pool and stuff and like mm-hmm. you know like it's good that you know like. Because, like, Nintendo would never do that. Because, like, one, they're not going to support, like, any tournament or anything. And, like, but it's nice that, like, players are going to get a little bit more out of it. And it it shows that, like, you know, NetherRealm is at least interested in, like, they're they're concerned about like the fgc and just like that yeah and i mean like it'll the fgc will probably blow the fuck up in a way that it could never have imagined when the riot fighting game comes out as well yes i i so like you know i think fighting games have a huge advantage over all other esports in that like anyone can watch it and understand what's happening yeah like someone gets hit the health bar goes down like it is immediate well it depends on the game right like so sometimes like shit gets wild like in marvel or whatever but most fighting games like you look at street fighter like it is pretty immediately obvious or tekken for that matter yes it's it's like pretty immediate or i guess mk2 but it it's pretty immediately uh, like your brain knows what's going on you know it's you don't necessarily have to explain it like sure certain mechanics like how meter works and stuff like that will vary by from game by game but if the dude's getting hit 
they're fucking they're losing right you know right I mean? <laughs> yeah i mean like we're like unless you've played overwatch you're not gonna understand like an overwatch tournament or like like csgo like i a lot of like first person shooter tournaments i don't think are that interesting to watch no i i actively can't stand watching overwatch and it's it's a similar thing for me with mobas like, i was gonna bring I, up mobas like i do not understand what's happening and i like, like no i have I have friends who love watching league competitive league and like, that's cool. Cause people love that shit. Like it's <laughs> like a, a, a true sport. Like they, yes. they wear jerseys and shit. And like, I just, there's something about the watchability, especially of MOBAs that I can't, I don't like my brain doesn't get it mm-hmm. because everything is zoomed out so fucking far. I have no idea who any of the 900 characters are. I don't know what their moves do. And I get that this can be said about anything, but it's just like, I don't understand most of the rules. Mm -hmm. The rules change from season to season, like what buffs you're getting from the jungle and shit like that. And so it's just one of those things where I could never just like a regular human could never just sit down and be like, hi, yes. (laughs) Like, right, right. I understand. They just ganked him or they use their all and it does this. Like at least in most fighting games it's like yes it might be somewhat visually confusing in some aspects but like if a dude's getting hit a dude is getting hit like i'm not watching like 900 tiny meters for like a bunch of things to figure out when something is happening you know and it's very clear who wins yeah the person whose health bar is zero they win or they they lose the person you know who has has health back you know wins uh, I guess Smash is a little different, but like mm-hmm. even then, like it's it Smash is pretty easy to follow. Um, but yeah, like I, I so I do think like fighting games do have a chance there where with watchability. the 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 tricky thing is, I think it's just hard to get people invested in video games if they don't play them. Yeah, uh, and like in that sense, like it, it's still so niche because like. You and I can appreciate what people are doing in Marvel, you know, in Marvel, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, because we've played played Marvel vs. Yeah, Capcom, yeah, yeah. and we can't do a 10% of what those people can do. Even no. Willie can do things that we're just like, our braids can't <laughs> fathom. So, like, it's just, yeah. it's, you know, it is what it is, but... Um, um, I didn't actually put this one on here, but on the exact opposite end of this spectrum, Blizzard just laid off 50 people uh that are in the overwatch league like esports division mm. because obviously during the pandemic those numbers were like way down i bet it i wonder how much it was affected by that or in like the league has been going on for what like four years now yeah i think so and i have to imagine just interest in overwatch has been dipping especially with um that riot game that came out over the summer last year yes yes valorant Valorant. um so this one seemed like pretty extra fucked up i wish i had pulled up the jason schreier tweet before i talked about this Mm. uh they were given like they have health insurance until i can't remember if it was the end of the year end of the month but they were given 200 dollar blizzard gift cards (laughs) as part of their severance and it's like how tone deaf can you how tone deaf can he possibly be? Hey, I know you just lost your job with us, but like, here's a sick two hundred dollar gift card. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that just seems like the most tone deaf thing I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, so you know, that's fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck? 
if you got laid off by Sam's Club, I mean, how funny it would be if they're like, here's a gift card. Here's a $50 gift card from us. <laughs> like, yeah, it just shit is so, like, that's so fucking stupid. I, I, that's so bad. So, yeah, it's the, that, that sucks that stuff like that is happening as well, you know, and COVID had effects like that on sure, a lot of things. Sure. So, you know, uh, it's no good. Yes. Um, the next thing here, we loosely talked about how it was going to happen last week. Uh, for some reason, Square Enix decided they're going to have a little showing a presentation where they left out all their Japanese stuff. <laughs> Seems like it was uh, they announced a lot, maybe. Uh, so did you not see any of this stuff? Um, I have one question. Yes, the one I did not put on here was the project. Uh, what the fuck is it? Project Athia. It, oh, I thought that was Japanese. It is. So that's they they showed that at the end, and like now it has a name, oh, okay. which I should have remembered, and it looks wicked cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, but my question is: Does Life is Strange need to be remastered? No. So it's like a, it. It is a. So they're making a Life is Strange remastered. It is the first one, and I can never remember what the fuck the subtitle of the like prequel one was. Before uh the before the storm. Okay, so they're both like in a collection, and oh. it's being remastered. Uh, sure, uh, that game doesn't seem like it's weird to me when a game that's not that old I, gets like a. It's six years because it was twenty fifteen. I remember. Yeah, that like that's to me that's not old enough to be remastered like that and like well, it's already it's not an hd remaster right right it's already in hd they're not actually gonna do anything to change this you know what i mean so like just call it a is... collection well yeah but like you can also just fucking download them oh, still sure, sure well like i mean like i'm saying like just like hey we have like a new collection you can just buy like for like 20 bucks you get both of them that's what i'm saying like yeah so like maybe it runs slightly better or whatever but like i, I don't know it's a fucking adventure game right, like right. what what is what is going to change there um the big thing to me other than the project athia reveal at the end or whatever was uh the new game is called life is strange true colors right it looks interesting is this that's supposed to be just life is strange three but they're calling it true yeah, colors. yeah 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 um, FYI, Project Athia is uh, Forspoken. Forspoken. And anyways, you, you should check out that trailer sometime. It mm. is. It looks really cool. It uh, looks so like it's only game, Windows and PS5. Mm. Weird. So Square really loves getting a money from Sony, Sony to have a timed exclusive. Just their Japanese. Just their <laughs> Japan loves the the exclusives for the PS5. Because uh, that's bizarre. Rise of the Tomb Raider was an Xbox exclusive. That is true. Um, and speaking of that, Matt, mm. I was right, and I feel bad because you were like, "What if there's a new Tomb Raider game?" And I said, "No chance. That shit is a collection or some remasters." I was hoping and... <laughs> for both. Okay. It is well. I was right, and it is uh, the most recent trilogy uh, in a collection. It is called the Definitive Survival Trilogy Bundle. How much do you think this is going to be? Sixty dollars? I think it will be sixty dollars because it probably comes with like any optional DLC or whatever. Uh, wait a minute. Okay, yeah. The reason why I ask is because, like, I went through and I bought all three games 
semi-recently for my Xbox because they were all on sale for like five dollars each. Yeah, but why do that when you could pay six dollars? <laughs> and it's all one collection, you know. Like you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so like some of the I, stuff I didn't pay close enough attention right, to right. be like, oh fuck, is it like updated for the PS5 or whatever? Like maybe it'll run at a faster frame rate. Like I don't well, the know. the most recent one came out in what 2019, 2018. Yeah, like it's fucking brand new, basically. <laughs> like I don't, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Um, so that was funny to me. Sure. Uh, the, the last thing before project Athia that I paid any attention to was they showed their like Avengers roadmap Mm -hmm. and coming in like six or seven months or something. It's the Wakanda expansion. And that is, uh, there's a black Panthers there. It's a new Wakanda area. You play as black Panther. Do you think they had to delay that one and push it back a little bit? maybe so like they showed a whole roadmap and like there is other stuff but like not stuff that we care about like stuff that we wouldn't most people probably wouldn't understand unless they're playing the game right right specific mission types and like a couple of events and stuff i think hawkeye just came out yes uh, because because the ps5 and series x versions just launched as well i'm just kind of wondering with like chad chadwick boseman last year if they planned on doing this a little sooner and they're like ooh, that would be very tone deaf if we were like trying to jump on that so like they like because like now you like it's not it doesn't like you announced black panther it doesn't feel like you're just trying to jump on the like chadwick boseman like get the publicity there uh i would bet that they had not been planning us then to release then because like then you fucking pivot into anything else and they clearly have pivoted into jack shit with this game so uh well that's not true they did two uh hawkeyes Oh yeah, and then they like made it worse for leveling, which people are already complaining about. So, mm. yeah, you know, uh, I I wish I could find the roadmap. It doesn't matter because we don't get. I don't give a shit about this game. But it was like a couple mission types and like some event with like the old Hulk looking guy. He's the villain. Uh, oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah, I, um, I should know this. He was yeah, in but, the, but the there, beta. Yes, but they're calling they're calling the Wakanda thing an expansion. So like yeah, that war for like, Wakanda expansion. Yeah, so it'll be like full new content and enemy types. Whereas like I didn't realize this, but I guess they've just been repurposing the enemy types that are already in the game for every event and like every mission type. So it's just like you're fighting the same things over and over, literally forever. Do you now the expansion? Do you think that's going to cost more? That I I don't know. Again, I paid very little attention to this whole thing. I was just kind of wondering, like, your thoughts. Like, because, like, so far, I think everything's been free. Yeah. And so, like, someone asked them in an interview recently, like, so this is, like, going to go free to play, right? And they were like, no, it's, we got so much content. Fuck. Oh, my God. I Um, fully expect this to become a Game Pass game, either in 2021 or 2022. That's my mm. prediction. Mm. Uh, which I guess speaking of Game Pass I'll just move into that while we're talking about that Sure. sure. Uh, EA Play has been added to PC okay what day did this happen uh, I think like maybe like the 17th 16th 17th okay so because I was very confused I looked at I opened Game Pass it must have been yesterday or two days ago and it kept having one of the splash screen things be about the Sims 4 Okay, sure. And I clicked into it and it like wasn't 
loading or like letting me do anything with it. And then I like looked at the list and the Sims is not on the list of Game Pass games. So like I was very confused. I also didn't see any EA games. So I was like weirdly confused. I wonder if you have to launch like something separate. Yeah, maybe you have to like log into Game Pass through Origin or something. I, I don't know. But like I do know like when I go on my Xbox, like EA Play, I have to go into a separate section. Like they are not added into the Game Pass. Huh. Maybe or maybe I have to go to the Microsoft store and it's like not in the Game Pass app launcher. As something you may wanna like look huh. into. I'll that. look because I was like I would try the Sims 4. You I know believe I mean? it is Sims uh, 4 is on Game Pass, so yeah, because like I would try, I would try that, but then I looked and was like, "Oh, there's no EA games here." But I thought this was like happening, mm-hmm. so I was, I'll look later. After right, this. right. Um, um, also, speaking of Game Pass, uh, Outriders is going to be on Game Pass uh, just on the Xbox, not on the PC. Uh, day one. So, that's great, kind of crazy. Uh, so I guess I will be playing a little Outriders mini. I wasn't planning yeah. on playing it, but I mean, I might as well download it and mess around with it for a bit. Yeah, they they also like stealth announced and launched octopath traveler for xbox sure yeah that was weird because because they were like oh yeah xbox or octopath traveler is coming to game pass and Mm -hmm. i was like well that's weird because it's not even on xbox right and they were like it's it's out now (laughs) oh okay i guess guess square sure um because yeah it was on pc for a while but it was not on xbox now it is it just like stealth launched Mm -hmm. it so i thought that was pretty weird yes um uh, other Xbox thing, um, a couple Bethesda games got the frames, the FPS boost feature, oh, nice. Dishonored and Prey, and apparently it's like fucking awesome. Oh, like it like changes those games in a way that makes them way better. I have Dishonored two downloaded, uh, so I don't think that, I think it's not with Dishonored two yet. I think it's, oh, only, it's just one. I think I think it's only one okay. and Prey. Mm. Um, but they, they've been like adding games to the frames per second boost because sure. they actually have to do programming work for that. Right. Right. So, but I mean, they own Bethesda now, yeah. so it makes sense that they would keep doing that. And especially if they did it for dishonored, I would assume dishonored too. will it will come. We'll follow. But, uh, yeah, like the digital foundry review of it is like, this is fucking nuts. Oh, I'll have to, uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll check it out at some point this year because it also enhances the loading times mm, as yeah, well. Yeah. So like, it just is like better better mm-hmm. overall like it's awesome so that's cool. cool uh and then the last little xbox news uh we're be- i did it's not called an indie showcase it's like id at xbox. yeah the id at xbox i'm very excited about this uh the one thing i'm hoping to see is tunic yes i it's criminal mm-hmm. where's tunic at matt yeah it's I looked it up. It's supposed. It's expected to release this year. So I saw Jeff Grubb tweeting about this, and he said, "For the love of God, all I want is tuning." Okay, so <laughs> I, I, uh huh, and that's got to be a Game Pass game, right? It has to be. Where is I want to play Tunic? God damn it! Yeah, I think because that looks so cool. It looks like Legend of Zelda, except you're a little fox guy, the cute little fox man. Yeah. I know where's where's that shit at, mm-hmm. dude? And it it like it's been in development for so long. They got money from ID and Xbox. Like where that shit at? Man? I remember seeing that trailer at E3 at your mom's house. Yes, it, that was either. Three or four years ago at this it point. It was, <laughs> and we deserve it now, Matt. I There's never been a better time for Keep Fox Zelda uh-huh. than right now, because I'll play that instead of Skyward Sword. You, you'll celebrate Zelda by not playing Zelda. Yes, exactly. <laughs> celebrate the 25th anniversary uh-huh. of Zelda by fucking playing Tunic. <laughs> uh, so. God 
God damn it. I, I think they'll show that. I think, think they'll I think show they, it. I, I hope so. I mean, I hope that, I mean, all indie games are probably cool. Like yeah, maybe yeah. they'll show uh, what's, what's it's 12 minutes. Yeah, sure. I bet, like, I bet it's going to be one of those cases where, like, if not 100%, like, 80 to 90% of it's going to be like, this is going to be on Game Pass day one type of thing. So, like, yeah, which is tight. Which is going to be awesome as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm very excited for the, uh, I'm excited for, like, any indie showcase just to kind of. Oh, see. same, because it's always, it's always cool. Yes. So, I'm, I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's Wednesday or f- next Friday. It's, yeah, it's like very, it's very soon. It's in the next week or so. It's yeah. next week. I don't know uh, exactly the day. So, uh, and then I, I guess I'll just carry my news and then we'll, okay. we'll loop back around to your last little mm. thing. Uh, Jeff Keeley, it was announced today that he's hosting the Gamescom opening night live again. Who could have guessed it? So, well, I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious, like, Jeff Keighley has not announced that he's doing the summer games, like, like summer games again, right? Mm, the summer games mess, yeah. He he is doing that, or he has not announced No, that? he is not. Um, So, uh, it was a good, good effort by him to try to do that, but it didn't quite click, I don't think. Uh, no, which is why Jeff Grubb's uh, phone thing is called the summer games mess, and... Uh, <laughs> He has many things in it from very disparate sources. But the good news, the one good thing that came out of that was that Tony Hawk announcement. Tony Hawk was announced. That was that, tight. That was that was a that was definitely the highlight of the summer for me. Yeah, for for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that like stuff like that mm-hmm. is cool. Like that was a really neat announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like. It, it, I don't know. It just didn't work at all. Like did so many different things coming from so many different sources. Like it was hard to keep up with. It made no sense. It's very weird. Which I mean, he did try to just like piece it together. Cause like everything was just kind of like, we didn't know what was happening with, uh, with COVID. So like, I, I can't completely pin it on him. I think he well, did. No, it's not, it's not his fault. I, I, it's just the format. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think like, and other publishers and developers being like, Oh, well, we'll live like a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like happening in the middle, but it's like not part of this thing is. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, yeah. If, if they could have just gotten together and just like figured out a week to have all the announcements, that would have been incredible, which I understand for, you know, publishers, that's probably not what they want to have happen. They want to be able yeah, to dominate the news cycle for like X amount of days. Yes. Um, so, but like for us, for us, it's more fun if everything gets announced in like a week, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, last year was definitely disappointing. Yeah, for sure. And I, um, I assume this summer is not going to be really any better for that. No. Yeah. I would, I would say no. Um, but uh, I guess we'll we'll end with your. Uh, I don't really care. News. Yeah, this happened. This happened earlier today. Yes. In fact, uh, Gotham Knights is uh, not coming out this year anymore. It's being delayed till 2022. They did the same thing every developer does, where they put up a picture of their statement on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember what it said, other than it's not coming out this year. Uh, obviously, they need more time to reach their vision. Mm-hmm. We'll just assume it says some dumb bullshit like that, <laughs> uh, because that's what they all say. And, um, and then everyone tweeted the. Uh... Uh, the famous quote from Nintendo that uh, I, what was it? What is it? Uh, a broken game is is broken forever, but a good game 
you can delay a good game or whatever that uh, yeah yeah i oh man i saw someone photoshop that recently <laughs> uh, which to, i mean to, like to, i always roll my eyes because it's like maybe that was back in like the n64 days but like games get patched all the time now so like <laughs> one, one of my it, it was a quote about like day one patches or something mm-hmm. it was like oh, fuck I'm going to have to look for it because I think it was someone posted it on the Balan Wonderworld thing. And it was like (laughs) (laughs) a delayed game can be a bad game. Also, basically, (laughs) it was like the was basically the gist of it. And I was like, I mean, that is definitely true as well. Um, So, yeah, I don't know this game in like I thought this game was going to get delayed because they had already said they were like reworking it to feel more like uh, an RPG type thing. Mm to like work with the co-op better and like it sounded like an entire reworking of the whole game based on the gameplay they had shown Mm. so it like makes sense that it would take them longer to realize that vision so that that's fine i mean like i think that game looks cool but i also was not like chomping at the fucking bit to play a new batman game so i'll play it whenever it's an early yeah i'll I'll, I'll play it so that that that's fine the only thing is it's just like my god like they really haven't released anything in like it's going to be close to 10 years. Uh, WB WB Montreal. Yeah. Cause I, I, I I'm just kind of curious. Cause like the, the only other one they did was Arkham origins, which was 2012, 2012. I think they, I think they have to work on other games that WB pushes out. Oh, well. I think they have as well, but I mean, like they haven't released their own games since no, like yeah, twenty twelve, I think. So, because uh-huh. I think they did all the DLC for like, uh, yes, Batman, Arkham Knight, Ar- uh, got yeah, Arkham Knight. So, um, okay, yeah, uh, our Arkham Origins was twenty thirteen. I'm sorry, so. Uh, 2022 would be nine years between game releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I hope I have a feeling it'll be at least good. Like, I don't think it'll be great, but I, I have a feeling like it'll be at least good. That's my. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it looks really cool. Yeah. So, and it's like utilizing a lot of the stuff that they had built for the Arkham Knight DLC, yes. like the characters, at least. Right. So. so. I, it looks interesting yeah. at the very least. Like it's not just the exact same Batman stuff. So, so yeah, uh, hope hopefully uh, hopefully when it comes out it'll be good. That's my only hope. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's it for the news this week. Yes. Um, wow. Did you look at the time? I did. We just talked for fifty minutes on that. This is gonna be a longer episode for us. I was going to say, we don't even have to do the third part if you don't want to, because I can talk about Loop Hero and uh, this for a while, okay. but we'll see. We'll see where mm-hmm. we get at the end. Uh, uh, I, hey, I'm not I'm not trying to end the podcast. I'm just like, normally the news section is like 30 minutes, which I know we well, did. I know we, also, we did we the magazine. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I which but still, that just kind of surprised me. Um, yeah. I guess I'll just talk about the games I've been playing real quick. OK, um, just playing the same games, playing through Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that's just, uh, it's been just fun just hopping back into that world and just kind of, I just did a new game plus run. I'm not doing like a full new run, uh, which is nice. Cause it kind of skips all the entire section where you're the little girl, mm. which I know you did not like that part. I did not. Uh, mm. so it just completely skips that part with the new game plus, which is nice. Cause okay. like that's, that's oh, that entire section is basically the tutorial and stuff. So, mm. um, so you just kind of get 
within an hour, you're just basically thrown into the open world. Uh, yeah, and I'm just kind of running around, getting going through the open world, and I want to. I that's this is going to be the second game that I platinum. I, mm-hmm. I I'm only like two trophies away now, and one of them is just basically do everything before you face the final boss. So like I'm definitely going to be platinum platinum the game. Um, uh, then then I'm also just playing through Dead Space, uh, mm-hmm. which is just like a survival horror game, but like it's in space uh, yeah you, you you're like there's like a space station that you go visit and then it's like well something weird's happening here and then you're just kind of investigating what's happened hap- what's happened here happened in the space station it's definitely got a lot of jump scares and stuff but it's not too scary i think it's it's yeah. just the right amount um i'm definitely enjoying it i'm enjoying just kind of like uh just kind of exploring the areas and just kind of like uh, leveling up my gun and just kind of like just like the very basic rpg elements um so mm-hmm. and it, it, it and what i also like is like i like games like this where like they're chapter based i don't know if, mm-hmm. how you feel about that where it's just like there's a very clear like you know chapter one chapter two chapter three type setup so i'm uh i'm slowly making my way through that and i'm enjoying it and then the big game i've just continued to play is uh monster train oh, okay uh which uh monster train it's just uh it's that card roguelike game uh, that mm-hmm. is um, you it, like it's got it's got the the three it's got like three lanes and you're just kind of like stacking units onto these lanes and just kind of defending um, and you're just kind of slowly leveling up and I've been just trying different combinations because there's like five different types of like groups and different types there's one that I do not really like at all hmm. um, I can't even remember the name but like. <clears throat> They're all just kind of like they're units, but they're like temporary units that just kind of go away after like one or two rounds. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like that where I'm I'm much more into like getting a unit down and stacking it and like kind of building it up. So like it gets stronger as like the game goes on type of thing. Uh, so but yeah, I'm still just kind of making my way through Monster Train. Um, I can't, my plan is to just kind of play it this entire week because there's nothing really else I really want to play. So I'll just keep playing that. And then next week, next Friday, uh, that's when all the games start coming out again. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, you have so many things I actually want to play. Yeah, you you have Monster Hunter. Uh, I have um, Kaze, and then we both have It Takes Two, which is going to be a good time, or we make a thousand dollars, Manny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, everybody wins, always. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I've been just kind of slowly making my way through those three games. Um, so, I will let you then ramble on about Lupero and uh, Ever Everhood. So, I did not play a lot this week. I mostly read Ninja Turtles comic books. Um, sure. But I I had to quit Lupero. Um, I was 45 hours in okay you said you don't play you didn't play much this week you spent 14 50 hours just well that was that was that was last weekend okay (laughs) so okay okay sorry sorry that that was last weekend uh and it was i just i tried to get to the final boss over and over Mm. and like i perfected the strategy i like learned how to optimize literally everything i got to the final boss which took like over an hour and a half and it killed me in one hit. Can I make a suggestion? Uh-huh. 
try monster train and then you can be like i am the greatest strategist in the world because well, i know so this. like this is this is my problem is like i optimized everything and right, like right. i was really good i beat the first three bosses because you have to fight the bosses again and then i got to the final boss and it killed me in one hit i resurrected and then it killed me in another hit and i like barely took any of its health off and i at that point i was like i have to quit because it took too long Mm. to get to that point and i can't get better like i can't upgrade anymore there's nothing else for me to upgrade that will help in the final boss fight and it's just one of those things where it's like i had i would have to get so lucky with the equipment to like do better quote right. unquote and i was just like yo i i can't mm. so i i do th- i think that that game is very good for like the first 25 hours when you can still upgrade stuff and then it gets to a point where like you're grinding for the materials and that sucks until you unlock the thing that lets you like synthesize materials and decompose ones you don't need to make ones you do need right and then you can get all the stuff you need and then it is just another grind of like trying to smash your head against this final boss fight with like no real way to strategize because it takes so fucking long and so i don't know they're gonna update it and do more to it but i it's strange because i haven't seen a lot of people complaining that this is like weirdly impossible Mm -hmm. which it seems like it's like literally insurmountable um and so i wonder if it's just a lot of people were falling off at the point where you have to grind a lot and not getting to the point where the game kind of sucks and maybe you're just like stopping before they get to that point well and the other thing is like I'm not trying to insult you, but not a lot of people put 30 hours into a game in one week. Well, I mean, it's been out for weeks now. Oh, has it been? I thought it... it's been it's, it's like two weeks now. Well, even then, like, I don't know, like I, I not not everyone has that time to put into one game type of thing. So like maybe... well, still, but like even searching for it, like no one's talking about it or like how sure, to get sure. the resources. So it's just weird. Um so I think maybe people are just giving up on it. Like, and if I, you look up tweets, it's just people talking about how addicted to it they are. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I don't understand. And, and it's one of those things too, where like, unless there is some hidden mechanic, if I beat the final boss, it's not going to do anything mm-hmm. other than like, I beat the game. Like I'm not going to unlock anything. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not even like I should smash my head against this to like get something or like there's a new game mechanic. Like it's just, not worth it it's it's a roguelike where like you just gotta like you know the whole point is to beat it and then it's like hey i beat it yeah but like yeah, you yeah, have to it, enjoy that loop and it sounds like you've hit a point where you just don't enjoy the loop anymore. well yeah because like i can't advance like right. i i can't get better like i can't grind for more materials to do something else to make it easier it's just like i have to hope i get the right equipment right basically right. and that is weird and dumb um, but it, I, I did like the, I do like the game a lot. If they update it, I'll go back to it. If they add more cards and bosses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one of those things where it feels like an insane difficulty spike that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I mean, I played it for 45 hours. So like you got your money's worth. I got my money's worth for sure. Cause it was like 10 bucks. Do you think even though you didn't beat it, you would allow yourself to put this in the top 10 at the end of the year? Uh, yeah, if I end up liking it that much still by the end of the year. I mean, they'll have had other updates by right, the end right. of the year and stuff. So, like, yeah, probably. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the other game I played is another game that came out the same day Loop Hero did called The Everhood. Not to be confused with The Neverhood, which is a point-and-click adventure game that uses clay animation, which I also like a lot. I was listening to a podcast, and I heard them talking about this game, and I almost texted you and was like, this sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, so it is wild, and I've played for like three-ish hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say a whole lot about it without spoiling its entire premise. Right. But it is trying to be like Undertale in that it is very weird mm-hmm. and has a lot of interesting, unique characters. Uh, you play as what I would describe as a weird wooden puppet man mm-hmm. who cannot talk. And he just kind of wakes up in a grove where his body parts are strewn all over and a little gnome man comes and steals your arm. And then like the gameplay is like a rhythm game, right? It is. So your arm is gone, uh, but and you want it back and you can't talk. And that's hmm. what you're going to do. Each battle is like, I, I can't really describe it in a way that for people who don't know what Mega Man Battle Network is. Uh, it is like uh, behind the back on a grid. Mm-hmm. And so there are like four lanes facing forwards towards the enemy and they will music will happen in the battle and you have to like dodge the musical notes basically um so, so like, like you don't want to hit the notes you want to do- avoid them. yeah you you want to avoid them so okay. like in the beginning it's pretty easy and all you can do is like move left and right and jump hmm. um but then it gets like they add more mechanics on so like you uh can't jump across certain things because it's like a little wall mm-hmm. right um and then like if you don't get hit for so long you will regain hp so it is the default difficulty that they tell you it's meant to be played at is hard and that allows you to take three hits before you die and if you don't get if you get hit and then don't get hit for a little bit you can regen that health mm. back up to the amount of hits or whatever right um so yeah and it gets harder and there are like weird mini games that they do with it like i did a kart racing game uh and that was kind of fun it was like a super nintendo kart racer uh sometimes they give you weapons uh like there's a weird part where you do this D campaign with these people and you are the hero who gets the sword that can deflect red attacks is what they call it sure and then you hit the square button to deflect red attacks to take down their hp but uh there was also one that was like that where you push square to like you're playing tennis with someone mm. Uh, because that they wanted you to play a tennis video game with them. It's very weird. And like, it's all these characters. You're like going from door to door in this weird, like ethereal realm. Everything in this game is so surreal. Like I can't, like if you, if people I feel like are going to go into this inspect under expect like undertale levels of like character development, story stuff. Like it's not, it's not like that. Right. right. Like it, it is weird for the sake of being weird a lot. But it becomes clear immediately that there is like some other bizarre, weird bullshit going on. Like, it's very clear that there's going to be like a meta game turn, like there is an Undertale. Right. And I reached, I reached that point today, and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Um, so at a certain point, there is a mechanic where you can absorb the attacks and then throw them back at the enemy. And that becomes a major component of it. There are mm. also all these weird scenarios where like you'll have a strange vision of you like talking to this God and they will ask you if you want to like 
know one of the absolute truths of the universe. And I have said no each time because I assumed that was a bad thing because they say the more truths you know about the world, the like the worse your life will be or something. <laughs> so I kept saying no, but like, I don't know if that's what I was supposed to do. And now there is like a task that I have that I'm like, should I be doing this? Mm. Or does that like make me the bad guy? Like what the fuck is happening? Um, and I guess it's one of those things where it's not like super, super long. Like I think I probably only have like two hours left to go. So I think it's like five, six hours. Mm. If that, um, and they tell you all the time, like have multiple saves in case like something happens. Um, so yeah i don't know like it has a lot of personality and interacting with the characters is fun but the the overall plot i have no idea what the fuck is happening Mm. like i i just have no idea especially because your character can't talk right and there are all these various colored wizards that you need to defeat the giant pig man has your arm it's it's so weird Hmm. it's so weird yeah, I, um, which it's I, on Switch as well, right. I think. Which I, I guess, uh, speaking of Undertale, that was just added to Game Pass as well. Yeah, that was another stealth release for the the Xbox because it had not come out on right. Xbox. So. Um, it is rated teen instead of everyone on Xbox because each different version of it, Toby Fox has added like a weird little room. Oh, that is how you get all the achievements because he hates achievements. So like you have to do this really monotonous task to get the achievements. And he had to rate it team because I guess it's a slot machine in the Xbox version. <laughs> sure. Sure. So now it's rated T for teen only on Xbox, only on Xbox. <laughs> it's, it's edgier for the Xbox users, I guess. Um, so I, th- I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, but as I said, like I was listening to a podcast and they described it exactly as you did. It's Undertale, but the 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 combat or the gameplay is a rhythm game, and I was like, oh, that's just like that's Manny. That, that yeah, is a Manny game. So it's it's really interesting. Um, I like I I guess it depends how it plays out. If mm-hmm. I like will actually like like it or not. It's it's not that I don't like it now. It's just one of those things where it's like this might be too weird. Mm for its own good like it might just be being weird for the sake of being weird as opposed to like having some message behind it or like reason for it um which i feel like happens often with games that i i people say games based off undertale now but really it's games based off of earthbound right because like that's how toby fox started was making rom hacks of earthbound Mm. so like it's just he adopted that weird sense of style uh that Etoy used in the mother games so like but in the same time like this is probably like more because of oh it, it is it is very much because of undertale like even the when the text boxes are happening like it sounds like the text box sound from undertale right. mm. so like and just even like the aesthetic of the text boxes and stuff like it's very undertale-esque right. um yeah so it, it's interesting and i have gotten to the weird meta turn and it is something else so <laughs> we'll see how that goes when i play later mm-hmm. uh but yeah I, i'll probably beat that this weekend mm. so. we could do a spoiler cast on that if you want we could it would be weird if, i mean we could i'm just because i'm not gonna play it yeah yeah i'm definitely not gonna play a rhythm game no, <laughs> no. i might play undertale because like I might download that and give that a try at some point. Cause like, I know like everyone like talks very highly of that game. And mm-hmm. if I don't have to pay for it, I might as well give it a, give it a look. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely not going to play a rhythm game. So no, 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 no. Uh, 
Uh, uh, yeah, so that's yeah. all that's all I had that I played. Um, it's weird, like nothing is sticking to me other than Loop Hero, really. Like mm-hmm. I now I have both Bravely Default 2 and Persona 5 Strikers that I got like 20 ish hours maybe into each one. And it just like didn't compel me to keep playing. It's not that I didn't like them. It was just like, I don't care more or less i went through the same thing like at the start of the year where like everything i played i was just like i don't like i i I played uh rayman origins for a little bit there like and i Mm -hmm. loved rayman but like i played it for a couple hours and i'm just like i'm just not into this right now and i i I was like so excited for the medium and then Mm -hmm. i played it for a couple hours and i'm like i'm just not feeling this right now so like i i I think it's just that time of year and like there just hasn't really been like other than Hitman, there really hasn't been any yeah, other yeah, yeah. big releases that have really like at least new games that have clicked with me yet. So, yeah, like I will for sure play Monster Hunter for nine trillion hours because sure, sure. that that is that is no question. Uh, um, that's the game you've been waiting for, basically. Yeah. And like uh, now Cozy Grove, which is like an Animal Crossing esque mm. game about ghosts and stuff uh that didn't have a release date until today it came out on apple arcade today but it comes out on all other platforms on april 9th um and people have been speaking very highly of the apple arcade version of it today um so that's cool and i i don't know it's called cozy grove Mm -hmm. so it's just that kind of cozy fun game right so that i will probably play as well um but yeah yeah that's all i got yeah just a quieter time for games right now so you know mm-hmm. i've been just kind of dipping my my toes in just kind of getting back into to playing games so mm-hmm. uh i i think we'll we'll both have things to talk about next week um, oh yeah i mean well it depends when monster hunter comes well that's true usually right when we start the podcast sure. is the answer to that question. <laughs> um, but uh yeah uh, so maybe in a couple weeks we'll well at that point we'll have three games to talk about so that's yeah that's true so yep uh did you want to get uh yeah frosty if you going? give me if you give me a second i forgot to bring him over here so oh, oh Manny forgot to get frosty so like he's gonna go get frosty uh which uh so uh, i'm doing a very poor job of just kind of keeping this going so <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I have the he's got the frosty i don't have to panic anymore I, I went into a little bit of panic trying to figure out what to talk about okay um, um all right i at a for a second i thought about screaming yelling about how much i hate the islanders right now but like oh shit we don't not need we don't need good. we not, don't not too good I, I i'm just being overly dramatic but they okay. played they played very poorly last night and i was like oh, i I was so upset I didn't sleep at all last night. I... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, so uh, just be happy you're not a sports fan. Yeah, I have I have pulled I have pulled a game, Ooh, Matthew. Um, it is uh, Sly Cooper one, two, and three. Okay. Um, I can't I'll really. Even, I'll even add Sly Cooper four in here. Sure. sure. I mean, if for, you want for the fun for the fun of it, if you want to talk about the Sly Cooper series, I'm not too familiar with it. Other mm-hmm. than I know it's Sucker Punch, and I'm... I think you should play Sly Cooper, Matt. I think you would like Sly Cooper. Here's here's my counter question to this. Uh huh. How am I going to play Sly Cooper? There is a PS3 collection. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! How are you going to play Sly? Cooper? <laughs> I'll just borrow your PS3. 
I mean, you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder Sly, if Sly, Sly Cooper Sly Cooper Four was a PS Four. I wonder if it's just like Sly Cooper is on the PS Four. Hang on, was Sly Cooper Four a PS Four game? I don't think so. No, it wasn't. Holy shit, it was that long ago. It was a PS Three game. Oh my god. That's crazy. Well, anyways, uh, it, this is like Sly Cooper mm-hmm. is one of those games that is like I associate up there with Ratchet and Clank and Jack right, and Baxter right. of being like the trifecta of the PS2 era 3D platformer. Which stuff. is weird because you pulled Ratchet and Clank last week. That is weird. Um, I shuffled the shit out of this, so I mean, it's not. Well, obviously well I mean, there's no way to group them either. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I'm guessing, like, if anything, I had them, like, in alphabetical order. Yeah. Um, so. It is it is from around that same time as like Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. uh, and Jack and Daxter, and it is just a fun, good platformer. Sly is a raccoon, and his crew of thieves are uh, Bentley is a t- turtle, and he's like the tech guy. And then there is Murray, I believe is his name. Murray Sly Cooper. Yes, okay. Marie is the hippo, and he's like the big, dumb, strong one. Okay, and he all he also drives the the van for getaways. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, you know, they're just they're stealing shit. Um, I believe the first game's plot is that they are trying to get back all the pages of the Thievius Raccoonus? Question mark Sly Cooper. I one. think that is the the first. Yeah, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Okay, yes, the Thievius Raccoonus is like a book made by Sly's ancestors that will like lead them to some fucking secret treasure shit, and he believes it is rightfully his. But they are always being chased by Carmelita Fox, who is a cop that has like kind of maybe in love with Sly, and maybe he's kind of in love with her. You know, sure, sure. How that you know how that goes. Uh, and I don't know. Sly is like, he kind of reminds me of Nathan Drake where he's like the, like smarmy, like really cocky, full of himself guy. And they're both thieves actually. Now that I think about it. Uh, but then Bentley is like the computer guy and he's uh, got the nerdy voice and he's like very weary of all the plans and shit. And then Murray is the big dumb animal hippo who Mm. just is big and punches shit. Um, the first game, if I remember correctly, you really only play as Sly, and it is much more like a 3D platformer than the other ones. Like, you're basically just going through 3D platformer levels. Uh, I have the Platinum in maybe the first one and the second one? Yeah, not the third one, though. Uh, so you played them again on the PS3? It did. Okay. Because it was a it was a collection of one, two, and three. Right, right. That got re-released and remastered on the PS3. Um I when I was younger, I had only ever played the Sly Cooper 2, which mm-hmm. I do think is the best one. Maybe it's the second best one now with four in the mix. Right, right. Uh but one is like you know, it's just a straightforward like 3D platformer type thing. You collect some tokens while you're in the level, uh, and they go from place to place to get these get these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is it is okay as a 3D platformer. Um, two was where I really think people started to like it a lot more, whereas like it's more kind of open worldy. Like there is an open world hub 
and you are trying to break into this like weird compound area for each for each thing. It's basically like you're planning a heist right. in each area more or less. And so once you get all the materials in the in the area, then you like do the break in and then you go to the next area or whatever. And in two is also where you start to play as Bentley and Murray and not just Sly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's it's I do like this game because I think the characters are all very well realized and they like have a relationship and things happen and they you know betrayals or whatever right and, you know um, and so Sly Cooper 2 is fun because they added all these weird stealth mechanics where you can like pickpocket guards for keys and shit and he's a raccoon but he's like tiptoeing really weird and he's got his fun <laughs> cane and he like yanks it out of their pockets um so slide two i think is very fun i don't one might be kind of hard to go back to now and i guess is not really necessary to play probably so like if someone was gonna like play one i think two would probably be the one to go to oh you might as well start with one see how you feel about it i mean i guess yeah uh and then three is weird because like it is it's like two, except then they added a bunch of other playable characters that you only play in bad mini games that I did not like. Mm. Um, and so it's like, oh, you're in like a weird dog fight that controls terribly. And so to get the platinum, you had to do all these weird mini games again, but harder. And I was like, I'm fucking out. Mm-hmm. Whereas I did everything in the first one and the second one and three, which I had never played before. I was like, oh, I do not like this one. So I'm just going to beat it and go on from there. Right. Um. So yeah, that one wasn't that great, but it does introduce a bunch of characters that are fun to to be around and stuff like that. But four was wild because four was the one where I really remember Sony being terrible at marketing their first party (laughs) games. Like I remember talking to people being like, man, I'm so excited for Sly Cooper four. And no one knew it was coming out or knew what the fuck I was talking about. Like I went to go get it from GameStop and the people didn't even know it was a game. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So it was one of those ones where Sony just really put no effort behind it. Right. Um, and that I mean, that was after. Uh, after Infamous had come out, right, like after Infamous one and maybe even Infamous two that this game came out. Oh, I, yeah, because I think it's 2013 and Infamous was definitely more like. Yeah, it was 20, definitely after the first one. I don't remember if it was after the second one or not, but. I, it was just weird because like it was kind of past the time of like a 3D platformer like that coming out. Right, uh, right. But I did really like it because the conceit of it from the first game is that like all of Sly's ancestors were like famous thieves like he was. But they all had like their own theme like, oh, this one was like a fucking cowboy or like this one was a fucking ninja and stuff like that. And so in four you play as his ancestors and they all in like their time and they all have their own unique abilities. And like, it ends up being really fun and cool. And like the areas are pretty big and unique and like neat to explore. And it adds a lot of characterization to Sly and his family and stuff. Uh, And then (laughs) spoilers at the end, they like try to make it seem like he dies. (laughs) Really? yeah like they're escaping and then he like the plane there and like crashes in the water and they make it seem like he doesn't make it out oh weird Uh, but then if you get the secret ending he makes it out (laughs) they like it's like extended by a couple seconds and he makes it out but it was very weird because they were like yeah sly's dead like as if this was like the last one in the series and i was like well that's a little dark for this kid's game um but i it also could have been one of those things where because he was wanted by the cops he like uh 
had to fake his own death or something. Sure. I don't know. Uh, that one, I believe you also play as Carmelita, the Fox cop. So that that's cool. And yes. they, they do, they believe they kiss. Oh, so that's great. That's great for everyone. You mm-hmm. know, spoiled the romance fully blossoms in the fourth one. Um, but it was just like, I, I don't know. It was like at the time that was a really unexpected game. Right. And, right. Uh, it just was a fun time. Even, even then like playing as the ancestors was cool. Playing as the other characters was neat. Um, the, the open worldish areas I thought were really cool. And it was just a good, it was like, it was kind of like uncharted four actually really? where it was just like, where it was just like a good capstone to that franchise. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah. Where it was just like, Oh, this is cool. And mm-hmm. like, if they don't make another one of these, that's, that's fine with me. But I like for a sly, I would play another one because it's just like, they could literally do that forever. Right. It's just like a fun cartoon bunch of idiots who do thieving. So that you could you could do something with that, I think. So here, but Sucker, Sucker Punch will never make another one. Uh yeah, I, I mean, I definitely expect the next one to be uh, Ghost of Tsushima too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that did extremely well for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the plan, Manny. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I'm gonna go to GameStop <laughs> okay. and get a hundred dollar PS3 since I can't get a PS5. <laughs> I could do that, so you could just fucking borrow my PS3. Yeah, but then I could have my own PS3. So I guess. I mean, I but I I, I also I, I got the stimulus money and I can't get a PS5, so I could do that. <laughs> well, either way, at the very least, I have to let you borrow the collection and mm. four if you want to do that, <laughs> because that way you don't have to buy more. I could just let you have those, mm. borrow them. So. I might do that. I might do that tomorrow because uh, yeah, I um I I may even have the Jack and Daxter collection. I don't remember. I'm not gonna need all that stuff. Look, I'm just letting you know. One at that. a time. Sly's fun. Yeah, I mean, you you might play Sly Cooper tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, but I did. I platinumed one and two. Hmm. I three i did not and then four was like because it was not in that same collection the mm-hmm. trophies were a lot harder like i would have had to like right play for so so much longer so i just watched that secret ending on youtube I think. <laughs> <laughs> because i was like i like this game but like i am not looking in every fucking nook and cranny for right, these collectibles right. anymore like i've had enough uh yeah so I, I i don't know man and like it's weird because infamous like you can you could see parts of sly cooper with infamous and then even like ghost of sushima i was gonna say even ghost of sushima you could the 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 climbing tech in infamous Mm. was like very clearly just the exact same climbing tech from sly cooper right (laughs) and so i always liked that like just the way he would like pinpoint certain areas on buildings i was like oh this is exactly what sly 2 was like Mm. (laughs) um so i thought that was neat do you think Sly is your favorite of the Sucker Punch games? Uh, probably, yeah. I think so. Because, I mean, there's really Infamous, Ghost of Tsushima, and Sly Cooper. Yeah, and also, like, I Sly might be my favorite out of Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter, like, if you take all three of those. Oh, wow. Just because, well, like, I really like Ratchet and Clank, but right, Sly right. was the Sly was the one that I played. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Like, whereas I watched my brother mostly play Ratchet and Clank. And then didn't get into it myself until later. But I, I think Sly is probably my favorite of those three things. I'm just trying to think, like, what did what did they do before? That oh. I don't know. It's the Sucker, it's Sly Cooper might be, like, their first big thing. Rocket Robot on Wheels? That was 99. <laughs> and then... 
And then after that, it seems like they were bought by Sony, and then they yeah. just did Sly Cooper. So. I was going to say, everyone's favorite game, Rocket Robot? Rocket, yeah, Rocket Robot on wheels. Shit, um, dude. This was the on the N64. IGN gave it a 9. IGN oh. gave it a 9 out of 10. Fuck, well. Uh, Nintendo Power gave it an 8, 8.4. Man, Nintendo Power reviews you can never trust. They, especially back then if it was a nintendo exclusive game they would rate that shit like so mm. high usually uh game informer gave it an eight mm. interesting i'll have to look up that later so yeah i don't know anything about this but hey oh that's weird the publisher was ubisoft oh shit but like the way they have it on on wikipedia it's ub and then a space and then soft was it is that how ubisoft used to be i don't know but i did just see all of the reviews for the original uh sly cooper Mm. and there was a surprise entry as the last one playboy magazine oh reviewed the original sly cooper 85 percent out of 100 so edge did not like it and uh yeah edge did not like it Mm. They gave it a 6 out of 10, which is very low compared to all the other ones. It is, yes. Uh, but yeah, Playboy Magazine. Nice. Getting reviews of PS2 platformers. You know? Wait, who made Sly 4? Uh, it was not them. It was, I was going to uh, say. What the f- it was called Sanzaru. Mm. I believe. I don't know if Sony might own Sanzaru. They made a couple other... Um, they made a couple other things, yeah. So... Yeah, Sanzaru Games. I believe they were the studio that did the collection of Sly 1, 2, and 3. Okay. And then they were just like, hey, dude, you guys can um, do this. Right. Yeah, they made a bunch of whack-ass bullshit. Uh, They made the Sonic Boom games for 3DS. And a Tron Runner for the ps4 oh oh, good good uh but other than that they basically they uh they worked on the um psp ratchet and clank game secret agent clank and uh Uh, looks like they did the vita god of war collection (laughs) shit yeah they did they were the ones doing a lot of those collections Mm -hmm. uh at the time um and then yeah they were basically like yo dog you can make uh you can make the fourth one i believe yeah, it looks like uh, Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, which it was also Vita. Yeah, yeah. So, it's neat. Yeah. And it looks like Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time might have been, like, the last good thing they made. Don't say that. Listen, I'm just saying. They're not owned by Sony. <laughs> no, they're uh, not. Sony really fucking sent Sly 4 out to die. Like, that's the first one where I remember being like, oh, wow. They just like aren't getting behind this at all. Do you think they would have more if it was Sucker Punch? I don't know. It's very weird because like, I don't know, like Sony just does that randomly with some of their games. Like they did that to Concrete Genie. Dreams. There were, yeah, Dreams. There were a couple other ones in the, at the, like in the PS3 era where I was really like, man, what the fuck is going on? Like this is a first party Sony game and like they're not getting behind it at all. Not, um, because there was there was that one that released just last year that they never even the the platformer uh sackboy 
Oh yeah, that and that's a PS5 game, and it's like the only PS5 game that really uses the like help system mm-hmm. well, and like uses the activity cards well. And as far as I understand, it's like better than I thought it would be. I'm not yeah, saying people, it was good. No, or yeah, great, pe- people but... had seemed to enjoy it. It was bizarre that it didn't have like uh, any push. local multiplayer in it at launch. They patched that in later. Oh no, local or maybe 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 it was online multiplayer. I don't fucking remember. It's some type of multiplayer, right? Right. Because uh, like the whole thing is supposed to be just like a Super Mario World or 3D World, mm-hmm. Super Mario 3D World, where it's like bigger stages and you're supposed to have that multiplayer. Yeah, but even even like Little Big Planet three, mm-hmm. they didn't push at all. So the, Sony does weird shit with certain games, right? right? And I mean, maybe I guess they got a little bit better now that they have their state of plays because like many people knew that medieval existed, which is one of the ones I would have expected them to send out to die immediately. I mean, it did anyways. I was going to say, I don't know if uh, I don't know if the marketing helped that one at all. No, but at least at least they've talked about it. Whereas like fucking Concrete Genie and Sly 4, they were like, nah, it's fine. Well, Concrete Genie, I think they're giving away now for part of that stay-at-home initiative. Uh, It's a PlayStation Plus game. I think it's also like a play-at-home game. Because they're like giving away seven games? They're giving away ten games. Concrete Genie is not one of them. Oh, it's not? I know Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn is. That'll be next month, though. Yeah, it's weird because they like show they say we're releasing ten games and then it only shows nine and Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn's not there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most of the ones they're releasing for that are VR games. Yeah, there was a good half of them are VR. Yeah, yeah, and then like uh, Enter the Gungeon and a couple other things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a couple like indies. Yeah, but it was uh, Concrete Genie was I, I think it was last month. It mm. was uh, uh, PlayStation. It was, a, Plus. it was a PlayStation Plus game. Uh, yeah, but that, I mean that's all I got about Sly Four. Like I really like those games. Mm-hmm. I i think they're fun i don't know how much they like hold up now i mean right. it, that kind of platformer can be fun forever but then again you like think back it's like oh that was a ps3 game fuck dude uh no a, a ps2 well i mean originally ps2 but they were remastered for ps3 and then like sly 4 was a ps3, PS3 game right. as well so it's like one of those things where it's like i wonder if that like is still yeah but i'm saying like the like the the core gameplay from ps2 era yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And like I, I thought that held up then. I right. enjoyed it enough. Um, but even then, that was ten plus years ago now. And I also, they were originally they were going to make a Sly Cooper movie, but then I think there was a trailer for it even. Mm. Um, and it might have been that that Ratchet and Clank movie bombed so bad that they decided not to do it. I still don't think that movie was as bad as people say it was. I'm not saying it was good, but like it was fine. Well, yeah, but I, I, they did not make the Sly movie. Is what I'm right, saying. right, right. But there was a, there was like a, at least yeah. a teaser for it. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Oh shit! There was a two minute trailer. Oh, they after being asked about the movie, Rainmaker Studios confirmed that they are no longer producing it. Mm. Um. Yeah, because I would have watched that. Uh, he looked a little weird, Sly. Uh, yeah, Sly. looking looking at this, yeah. a little little fucking creepy there. Kind of got a little original Sonic from the Sonic movie going on. Uh, not that bad, but like not that bad. But he's like weirdly yeah, yeah. realistic, and I don't like that. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's all I got about Sly. It's a neat series that I I have always liked. So yeah, cool, uh, unexpected, and I mean, who expected to talk about Sly Cooper today? Exactly. Not me. Hmm. 
so. I rarely think about Sly Cooper, <laughs> to be honest with you. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. I mean, I do like it. So, yeah. Uh, but that'll do it for us here. We will be back next week. Maybe I will have played Monster Hunter by then. But if I did, the only thing I'll be able to say is this is like Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, know. that'll be. I'm hoping I can at least get an hour of Kaze. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't. Ex- I'm going to be at work most of the day, and you are going to just be home. But. Uh, I assume FedEx or whoever drops it off is going to be like, let's wait till the very last second to do this. Oh, dead as they always do. And if I if I do not get it, I will uh, buy it digitally. So mm. uh, this one I cannot wait for. Uh, it's a Switch game, right? It is a Switch game. So. You may want to wait until you just get the physical. No, no, no. Monster Hunter is a game that I will need to launch always. So you sense. could just cancel the, the pre-order and just go buy it from like, GameSpot or Walmart like first thing in the morning. I could, but they they claim they claim it's coming already. Yeah, but I'm saying like you could like get up early and then like be able to play it all day. No, I know, but Amazon has also shipped copies of World or of Rise already oh, okay, well, to okay. people, so people have been getting it already. Mm. So who knows who knows what's gonna happen. Um but yeah, that that's that's it for us. We'll be yep. back next week. As always, the theme song is Staying Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You can check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.